welcome to EQ Above IQ Parenting with Emotional Intelligence and Healing the Inner Child. My name is Trina Casey and I'm your host and thank you for joining me today. As um, we are getting closer and closer to the end of the year, it's pretty profound all of the things that have been happening. I see again that we're having this grand awakening, which I've talked about in previous episodes, but what I find very interesting is that there is being so much truth being revealed in every area of life. And one of the things that I take time with my son and we discuss and we talk about things, probably me too much than him, is how the truth is the truth and then there's distortions of the truth. I've been realizing over this lifetime that sometimes people who will try to gaslight you into believing that there is more than one truth. And that's not really possible. There is a cause and effect and what you cause creates an effect. And therefore there are circumstances and there are consequences for the choices that you make in your life. And that's what we need to teach our children in particular. It may not be the end of the world to make a mistake, but your mistake could end the world. You understand? Recently in the news, I read that, um, well, actually Trevor Noah, Trevor Noah from The Daily Show is, I have to say, is my only source of news. And the reason why is because he's so intelligent and he's so articulate. He can, he can, I hate that word articulate. He's so well-spoken. And I say that not because of the tone of his voice or how he enunciates or anything like that. He's this South African biracial man who is so talented, so funny. He can do voices. He can do, he, he just has this really insightful perspective and John Stewart did an amazing job with having him take over The Daily Show. He was the perfect, perfect replacement for this type of commentary that uses comedy to reveal the truth in a way that's digestible. Because sometimes people cannot digest the truth by just saying this is the truth. They have to be led to the truth. And unfortunately, a lot of a culture and society of America, you can't just tell them this is what is. And what I really love about it is that he challenges ideologies all the time, but he does it in a way that's almost impossible for you to get, get mad at him about it. So enough of my praises of Trevor Noah. He's not bad to look at too, may I add. <laughs> I just love his life story and how he came up from being an oppressive apartheid country to being in front of us on a screen, really speaking and standing up to power in a comedic and an intelligent way. So he uh, pointed out that uh, Trump, our former embarrassment, and if you're a Trump supporter, I'm sorry, I feel, I'm sorry for you. And I mean that in the most loving way possible because you do not know what you do not know and there must be some pain there for you to get behind and, and support somebody who is so clearly mentally unstable, a megalomaniac, narcissistic, misogynistic, racist, and downright like unethical across all board. 
like across the board unethical and that, you know, the way he treats women, the way he treats children. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Epstein, the island, all of that. I'm not going to get into it on this episode, but you know what I'm talking about. The fact that this person was able to rise to power and under very manipulative ways and, 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 and with a lot of help tells you a lot about the trajectory and history of America. So as I am coming into all of this wisdom and facts and truth, things that I should have learned in high school or junior high school or elementary school, I'm realizing that the goal of the patriarchal system and white supremacy and misogyny, they're not able to be separated. So if we want to take away the patriarchy, which is a system of oppression for all people, male and female, a lot of times what they have done is program men that when we say patriarchy, we mean the opposite of matriarchy. Patriarchy is a system and a male is a gendered person within that system. I just recently made a post saying that on um, LinkedIn in particular, saying that gender is only a title and assignment at birth. It doesn't give you special rights. It doesn't give you special privileges. It doesn't even give you any biological differences other than you can't have a baby and a female can. There's biology there, but we are socialized in the patriarchy to believe that the biology of the male is unmovable in how he behaves. And I disagree with that. There's science backing that, that that's not true. Of course, your prefrontal cortex comes on a little bit slower. I explained that to my son too. You know, sometimes I'm talking to him about something or I'm asking him to do something. He gets really emotional, says he doesn't want to do it or he, you know, he's wants to game instead or whatever. He's focused on something and his, unfortunately, his father has taught him this role-based type of mentality that women do this and men do that. And that is so archaic and actually it's self-defeating and it's actually undermining his ability to grow, learn, and be in a functioning adult. Because the truth is none of our activities or duties or things that we do is gendered. It's basically just us doing different activities that we need to do, like cooking and cleaning, or, I mean, even some people choose not to do those things. The point is, is that it's not a role. It's not a role. It's not female or male. It's a daily activity. And once we get this genderedized type of ideology, we can stop having these conflicts. You know, there is... <laughs> It is so purposeful for the patriarchal system to do this, because when you think about this, it was based on a feudal European system, which I've mentioned several times, and that you had the the church, the kings, the queen, uh, king, queens, the royalty or monarchy, the, the knights, the nobles, the serfs. And this is basically how the classism is. We still currently live in that system. We've just changed the names. Okay. Churches, you notice the church is the only thing that hasn't changed. We need to uh, think about that. <laughs> the church is the only thing that hasn't changed the Catholic Roman Catholic church. And they 
were the first ones to give the okay to go to Africa and enslave people because of this very crazy Portuguese writer who was commissioned and to write a book of lies and propaganda against that, the nation of Africa and then dehumanize us in order to get the resources in this fertile land that's still extremely fertile, that is extremely still full of resources that countries are still fighting for. China, America, Britain, Dutch. I mean, the whole of Africa has been under siege for thousands of years now because it is the cradle of life. It is the birth of all people and therefore all the resources that are necessary to survive are there and thrive are there. So my hope and my goal is by educating my son around all of these things and making sure that he helps and participates in the kitchen. Because I said, you can be incompetent or you can be competent. And because I know how to cook and clean and, and organize things, that competency doesn't have anything to do with my gender, nothing to do with my gender. It has to do with the practice that I put into it, the focus I put into it, the need of it to be done. And I will be honest, I'm not the most clean, like housewife Betty ever. It's not my priority, matter of fact. I made it not my priority on purpose because I didn't want to fall into that box of all I'm good for is to incubate a baby and to clean and cook for that child and for the person who co-created with me. And unfortunately, that objectification of us as women as work mules especially black women, has undermined our ability to be empowered, to live the life that we want to because we're oppressed. And so is the mind of the man because what happens is when someone can't do something well, and I mean anything, I, if you notice that there became, uh, before children were born by midwives, by women in villages, that was what we did well that was taken over and then moved into hospitals under sterile and very uncaring and nurturing environments where we became an object. The baby became an object rather than a part of a tribal ritual of bringing in love and, and another energy being to this planet. Cooking food used to be a ritual of women and men, men, and women hunted and foraged, and they would bring together for the community this meal for nourishment. That became industrialized and quite toxic when, I think it was the 1940s when the war, they finally got a foothold in industrialized processed food because somebody said, oh, I can make money off of that. And off of the military food that needed this freeze-dried food and all this stuff because they couldn't take fresh fruits and vegetables, they had to, they said they had to have this process stuff in order for the, the troops to be able to sustain themselves during war. So, but they took that whole concept and then they marketed it to the masses and cancer, obesity, uh, diabetes, all of these health issues came about with that production 
of processed foods. And that became a multi-billion dollar industry. You see where I'm going with this? Every single thing created by the patriarchal system is rooted in profit. From a Portuguese man writing a book, dehumanizing Africans so that he can justify other parts of Europe coming in and fighting to take their land, to take their resources to this very day, to corrupt regimes all over the world, to take down leadership in all these other countries that have resources. And yeah, it's pretty jacked up. You know, um, <laughs> uh, Louis Farrakhan, I think it was Dan Rather, he had an interview back in the 80s or early 90s, where Rather was trying to put down Nigeria and calling it one of the most corrupt regimes ever. And at that time, Nigeria was newly in power. So they, you know, they're, they're like learning how to manage themselves because they hadn't been under British rule for forever or European rule. I'm not sure if it was British, but I'm pretty sure it was British. And so he said that if they were the most corrupt country of all time. And uh, Farrakhan said, how dare you? How dare you say that about this country? America has no right to police the rest of the world for all the blood that is on American hands. <laughs> That's absolutely true. And so now we're seeing with Trump has been and had taken secret files from the White House, took him to Mar-a-Lago in his other home, and is, has been recently raided. Can we all just admit we already knew this was happening? He, he's been selling information since he got into the White House, since he got in there. He's an extremely corrupt and unethical person. He's shown that in his business dealings. Did you think he would do anything different and the most powerful position in the world? I can't even fathom how people could trust her or think that he was okay. <laughs> but like I said, people are searching inside of themselves for truth, but they're, they're, they'd rather see distortions of truth rather than truth itself. Truth is based on facts and actions cause and effect. So if you are starting to make up a whole different truth because it justifies how you feel, feelings and emotions main role. And I'll say this again, is to give us data to understand something else. They're not the end all and they're not the be all of the experience of this life. They're just emotions are data. And as an emotional intelligence coach, I always tell my clients that your job is to interpret the data that you're getting. When you become self-aware, you understand when you're angry, you're sad, you're happy, you're frustrated, whatever comes up in your body, you're going to be able to recognize what it is. You got to name it to tame it. You got to understand what each thing is revealing in your body. So if you're holding tension, if you're clenching your jaw, you need to examine what emotion that is. Okay. So it's this emotion. I'm very angry at this person. Why? What did they do? What did they say? Usually it has nothing to do with another person. It never does. 
it has to do with a series of experiences and trauma that you had from child, your childhood and on your understanding of the world, your interpretation of how you've been treated in the world. And usually it's been pretty unfairly because the patriarchy doesn't care about who you are. It cares about what you produce. That's always been the goal. That's the only reason why we go to wars is because there's a group of people, a very, very, very small group of people who have been gaslighting, manipulating us and having us even teach our children to become little soldiers. And you'll see that the Americas in particular will put down other countries who do the, the same thing and say that they lack democracy or they're this or that. But usually it's not because America doesn't do those things. It's because there's a vested interest and in making an enemy out of any country at any time, because that country has resources that America wants. And it's the same thing for Russia with, with Ukraine. And I can think of a million countries that, that operated in this way because of feudal European systems and what it meant to have power. What I'm hoping is that we are starting to get awakened to the fact that we don't need this anymore. We can live in an egalitarian system where everybody gets their needs met. It's a win-win situation. Nobody has to lose. It's just the game has been built to where somebody has to lose. And we can change that anytime that we want. We really can. It doesn't have to be a top down. It can be a bottom up. We can just stop playing by those rules. And of course, there are going to be consequences to that because those in power do not want to be taken out of power. And so some of my, you know, I will talk to my Caucasian, white, peach, whatever you want to call yourself, allies, you can be ostracized when you stand up to your peers within your group by defending a person of color, a black person, an Asian person, a, a Latina person, a Latino person, and say, hey, that joke isn't funny. That's a human being. There's plenty of people out there who have lost their livelihoods and, and, and some, even their lives during the early 60s in certain parts of the United States in the South because of Jim Crow laws and them standing with black and brown people against the inhumanity and oppression of white supremacy. See, you can't have patriarchy without white supremacy and racism. You can't have misogyny without patriarchy. And you can't have all of the other really nasty and horrible things that happen to children, such as pedophilia, child trafficking, rape, all that comes from the patriarchy. And so when we are talking to our kids about injustice and the truth, I want you to stop using there can be more than one truth. No, there can't. There are distortions of the truth that people want to believe. But there is only one truth. Only one truth. Now, do you want to live by that truth? Or not is up to you. But when it rains, 
and you're outside, you get wet. There's no change from that. When you go outside in the sun and you stand in the sun, your skin burns. There's no other truth than that. Now you can distort that truth by adding sunscreen, which is toxic, I wouldn't use it, or an umbrella. You can distort it. It still doesn't stop the fact that the sun burns your skin. And as we see with the environmental changes that are going on in the world, this is a serious problem. But too many people tried to distort the truth because there was too much profit to be had by keeping things that they, the way that they are. And now the entire planet is suffering from patriarchal colonialistic greed, caring more about money than the actual resource of life, which is our planet. It's kind of comical and it's very sad when you reflect on it. So as a parent, we need to start teaching our truth is truth. Facts are facts. Okay. And we also have to start internalizing our own distortions and understanding them or reflecting on them, not internalizing on them, reflecting on them. What type of lies have you been told that are not necessarily the truth, especially about roles and gender and what women do and what men do? Is that the truth or is that just a distortion? Can men not pick rice and rice paddy fields? Why is it mostly women? Can men not cook food? And we see that all the time. They've taken over the industry, the chef industry. So let's start waking up and educating our children differently so that we can have a next generation of competent, confident, especially lovable and kind young men and women. Women needed to. We have to start teaching our kids differently. So go to thisreallifebooks.com. Check out the books that teach emotional intelligence to children, the clothing line that reminds you, gentle reminders, that you have a child that needs your respect. You show your respect with your respect. And how we educate our children is by being conscious parents. And also, of course, if you need help, please click the coaching tab. I am able to, you want, you have a one-off question, ask an EQ parenting question. If you want group sessions with your family group, click on that icon. I do that. And I also have a webinar right now that is helping um, Americans who do want to leave the United States how to leave. It's called Escape America Tips, Tricks, and Mindset Shifts. And I am a seasoned traveler with almost 20 years experience. And I have lots of tips and tricks and definitely mindset shifts as a cognitive behavioral therapy coach and EQ coach and family trauma professional. It is my dream to help people heal from the family trauma they experience due to patriarchal systems that have been put in place to oppress us. So my goal is this, please click on one of those tabs. If you love this podcast, please support it with a, a monthly or one-time contribution. This allows me to continue making this content and give value to you and the rest of the world. So if you are a regular listener, please, please, if you're a regular listener, please go and support this podcast with a donation of support or 
even better monthly, please. Because <laughs> it costs money to edit these podcasts and do everything I do and market. So I hope you have a blessed day and see you next week.